You are listening to Ryan and Jay's original holiday hour. Mm, holiday hour. On News Talk 1010. It's original. News Talk 1010 gave us an hour with no... No rules. Restrictions. No. <laughs> Just try not to swear too much, but I've already done that. Hopefully. Yeah, I think we already took that out. I think we already good. took that out, which is good. You know what? Sometimes I'm just that comfortable with you that I will let the odd expletive fly. Uh, we talked about this on the, the regular broadcast during the, the course of the season, actually in just the last couple of weeks. Uh, climate change was the story of the year. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about politics. We were talking about the election. Uh, sort of getting your thoughts and, and batting a little cleanup on your end. And I think what you said was very insightful all around. And it shows that you've really learned a lot, I think, when it comes to, and I mean that in a nice way, Thank not you. in a pejorative way, to have your finger on the pulse of how people view things. That's important, and I love it. Um, but the other thing I was going to say, with climate change being such a big story, I think one of the reasons Andrew Scheer seemed out of place uh, wasn't just his personality. It had to do with the issue of the planet. Greta Thunberg, obviously Time Magazine's Person of the Year this year, people can roll their eyes about climate change and how we treat the planet and always point fingers and and lay blame in other places. But I think it's important for politicians to accept, and I'm not talking about, you know, you need to automatically tax somebody or tax something in the name of the environment, Mm -hmm. but to keep it top of mind and to keep it conversational. Make it it like you have, at least make it like you have your finger on the pulse of what the planet is talking about. Because as our generation gets older, and we're not old dudes, right? Like I'm 43, you're a couple years older than I am. We're not looking like, you know, we're not 70 having this conversation. No. So, but when we get older... We still think change can come in our yeah. lifetime. And as we get older, there's going to be a whole whack of people. You know, think about, you know, we're going to have an election now in another few years. Okay, so what is that going to look like? That means the 15-year-old of today is probably going to get a vote next time around. Yeah. Barring any weird circumstances in Ottawa. So that person who's really super tapped in now into the planet, you're going to have to think about them. And I think politicians really have a problem, at least some, a problem with the idea of advancement and, and getting on board with that issue. Yeah, it's, it's in, too polarized. Yeah, I also think when you speak to the to the 15-year-old that's becoming the, the registered voter soon, it's so easy to, and for generations, and since, the, since the dawn of adults, we've looked down at the younger generation. They don't pay attention. They're not tapped in. They're not plugged in. What I've really noticed about this, this newest generation is there's almost this smugness that I admire where it's, and I think all generations have it as well, where they look up to the people above them, older generations, and go, you just don't get me, but I dare you to under, underestimate me. Because, yeah. because there's a lot of us, and we will make our voices heard. Now, I, I think that a lot of generations probably said that. I think this one means that. Like, I know our generation was like, oh, because a big thing for us, at least when I was younger, was race relations. It was massive. As a white guy who hung out with nobody else who was white, mm-hmm. the way people treated people of color uh, and racialized people was important to me. It still is important to me. Yep. But it was something, when I was a kid, it was it preoccupied my day. It was something I was very passionate about. I remember in this city when, when the, the Los Angeles riots happened in the wake of Rodney King. First of all, I remember the Rodney King incident like it was yesterday. Um, those officers who beat the living hell out of them, that video, and it yep. was video back then, that uh, was taken that day, it, it hurt. I remember feeling the pain inside of me when I watched something like that. And I got to interview. I actually did the last interview with Rodney King before he took his own life, which was sad and tragic. And, uh, you know, that was one of those things where it was very weird kind of bookend in, in my life. Yeah. But 
after those Los Angeles riots happened, there were something called the Toronto riots. And I participated in them. I've talked about it on the show before. And it was, you know, I was probably one of the only white people out there on the side of the rioters, but I felt passionate about it. It wasn't the right thing to do, but I was passionate about it. And I, I needed an outlet. I needed something to get charged up about. But I think the environment for this generation is that. Mm-hmm. W- what that was for me, the environment is for them. It's funny because you and I talk about the gap that's between our ages, which is, I think, seven years. Um, for me, when I think... Also, by the way, how much time I spent in Tibet. That's good. Yeah. That's good. It's a dated reference. should make a movie about that. I'm going to wear a hat. Oh, yes. A hat makes it. It does. River runs through it. Yep. Seven. Indiana Jones. Hat box. Hat box. What's in the box? No. Okay. Um, for me, when I think back to my uh, late teens, early 20s, when I look back and I think of the advancement that, that I think my generation made was in the world of... Um, homophobia it was sure it was, yeah. it was massive when i was a kid the um a word i don't even want to repeat when talking about someone that was gay uh you would just it was just locker room talk you just called everybody that mm-hmm. and um you know yeah, it was one of my late teens my early 20s where the world started to shift and that became wrong and everything just sort of got a little bit more enlightened i think and that's one of the things that i look back on and i feel a bit prouder of that now that we live in 2019 like with my kids yeah just how fluid everybody is. And I don't mean fluid in a, in a kitschy way or a trendy way. I just mean that there's just nobody cares. It's just who you love is who you love. And that's been since my kid was like 10, 11, 12 years old. Like just if, if you were gay, you were gay. It just didn't matter if you were straight, you were straight. It just that for me is, is, a, is a big thing that I can look, look back on and go, I'm glad things have got better. I don't know that race relations have got better. No, they probably got worse. They probably got worse. Yeah. So it's really interesting. And that's that's one of the things that you get with um, the perspective of age a little bit. And I had I had this conversation with um, a guy named Humble Howard, who's a very well-known Toronto radio personality. Legend. Legendary. Humble and Fred. Shout out to Humble and Fred. And um, I ran into him at the bus stop. He was going to do a set at Yuck Yucks. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, how you like and talk radio? I said, you know what? I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And he said, you know why? He says, because you got stuff to talk about now. Like 10 years ago, you didn't have anything to talk about. You didn't have opinions. Nothing that anybody would really care about. But now that you're a little bit older, sure, you actually you actually know stuff. You've got stuff to share. You've got stuff to talk about. And that sort of rang really true for me. So I, I try to, I'm in that weird spot in my career, and I see my, my friends in, um, in Top 40 Radio now. There, be, there comes a point where at a certain age, you're embarrassed that you're talking about the artists you're talking about because you're a little bit older. And it's like, I can't believe I talk about this stuff every day. I'm embarrassed about it. Then you've got that middle part of yourself where you're a little bit older. Mm-hmm. And, and if you talk about older things, you then feel too old. So I'm like actually right in that sweet spot right now where I can still have a finger in pop culture, but I can still talk about things that are retro and I'm finally comfortable with it. Like I'm not worried about appearing too old and I'm not worried about being too young Yeah, because I don't care anymore. See, I, just, I was my I opinion was, is just my opinion. I was born in '95, so right. like that's the age I came out of the womb. So I just went from there. I'm different. That's what I'm trying to say. This is a little different. It's a different experience. You're born in '95. No, I was born 95 years old. Like I'm an old man. Oh, you were born like, I, 95. I, 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 bo- I was born. I was about all two years younger than my son. No, I always feel like I skipped a lot of steps there and just you went. You are okay. an old soul. Yeah, a little bit. You are an bit. old soul. But it's interesting. You talk about the the. The battles against homophobia for your generation, the battles of race for mine. 
our generations have to remember that there was always something that we were passionate about, mm-hmm. that we cared about. And I hate the old manny shouting at the sky, oh, look at these kids, they don't know. Yeah. Well, we didn't know either, but it turns out a lot of the time we were right. We were right about things like uh, same-sex relationships. We were right about things like race relations. So don't ever be afraid to side with young people and don't let the fact that their age is there, don't let that act as a barrier Mm -hmm. is what I would say. You know, I had a a really good, somebody very close to me, let's say, because I, there's still some issues that, that need to be sorted out, but came out to me this year. And the phone conversation was one where I could tell that person was very nervous saying to me, I'm gay, you know, and this was a person that was in a relationship with somebody of the opposite sex and came out to me and I could tell that there was still a, a level of, will I be accepted? Right. Will I be embraced? Will I be somebody who is ostracized by someone who I care about, meaning me? And it was one of those things where the words came out and I said, cool. Right. Like, I, I really didn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't change anything. You love who you love in this world. And if that person is gay, white, straight, black, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like all of those things have become sort of secondary and should become secondary or not even important at all yeah. because of all the passion that we put into those issues back in the day and so many other people who, you know, fought to literally the death on behalf of those issues. So, you know, that's that's kind of a bit of my messaging there because it, it's hit me personally mm-hmm. over the last calendar year. So it's interesting that you bring something like that up. I appreciate and, that. And we also get a sort of a, a window into the world through our text board mm-hmm. at 71010 because every time we do talk about something that we think is enlightened, there's this bubbling of troll and they come up and, and they say things and you go, oh, you still exist. So the work isn't done. The work isn't done. And you know what? Anonymity and social media allows for a lot of that anonymity has, has con- allowed that to continue. And until you bring those people out to the light where they can be seen, Mm -hmm. you're still going to have a lot of work and a lot of effort to put into things. I have a lot more fun things to talk about when we come back, though. Okay. I want to lighten this up a little bit, if that's okay. Okay. As we continue right here on the Best Story Original Program thing. Is that what we're calling it? The Original Radio Hour. The Original Radio Hour? The Original Hour of Radio? No, I don't think that's it. Crap, I shot my note. Is it? I started it as a... Is it Holiday Fun with Brian? It's the Original Holiday Hour. The Original Holiday Hour... continues. ...is going to come back... It's going to be... It's next. It's coming next.